Support for WVIK comes from Kathleen Collins at the Dragonfly in Bettendorf. Using both conventional and alternative counseling methods for empowerment to help create change for individuals and couples. More information is at KathleenCollinsCounseling.com. Support for Talking Heart on WVIK comes from the people at Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at QCBT.com. This is Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Dania Green, a local artist whose two self-portraits are part of the current Artists of African Descent exhibition at Quad City Arts. Hi there, Dania. Hi. Now, the exhibition on display in Rock Island consists of 40 works of art by 22 different artists of African descent. And you have two pieces on display, both of which are self-portraits, mm. yet they're quite different from each other. Describe them for us. So I, I have my two self-portraits, and one of them is um, with graphite and charcoal, and then I have one with acrylic paint. And um, for my graphite portrait, I have a um, a more front-facing side pose, and I have my hair um, all big, how I like wearing it, and then I have some flowers in the background, and then I have a soft smile on my face, and then for my acrylic portrait, I'm looking straight at, um, straight forward, and I have my hair again, and then I have, um, and then I played around a lot with the background, with a lot of pinks and purples and blues, and, and yellows, and all the colors I like. Mm-hmm. They're strikingly different. Mm-hmm. The, the first one that you did, you were, you were how old when you completed that first one? For my first one, I completed it when I was um, when I was eighteen at my at my school, Eastern Iowa Community College. And that one is um, is somewhat unique because you're looking upward. How did did you work off a photograph, or how did you do that? Yes, yeah, so it was for a class assignment for drawing one with Emma Cunningham. And for one of our final projects, we had to um, do a self-portrait that we felt kind of embodied how we um, see ourselves. So compared to like other students, they might have taken a picture in the art studio that was more um, hiding their face. But I wanted a I wanted to do a, a very proud pose with my hair and you can see my whole face and I'm smiling Um and so when I took my reference picture, I kept those things in mind. Mm-hmm. Well, and it really shows because they're both so captivating. You mm-hmm. you said to me earlier that you like maximalism, mm-hmm. and that does show in, yes. in your work. Yeah, and you're 20 right now, which is quite extraordinary, really, to have two uh, works of art and mm-hmm. a juried group exhibition. Um, self-portraiture, I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit more about that because there's such an intimacy to that. Um, you, you have to examine your physical self so carefully. Mm-hmm. Was that difficult or challenging for you? I think the funniest thing about it is when people say the portrait doesn't look like me. And and I think that is, I think that's funny. But for me, this, this whole process is all a learning experience. And, and when I take these, I take pictures of myself and I, and I'm, trying to capture my face. I can also do that by looking in a mirror, trying to do my um, face on a canvas or a piece of paper. But I think self-portraits are, are just fun, and and they're a way for me to, to practice um, portraiture, which I like a lot. And um, 
it's always nice using my face first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, while you were at North High School, you were very involved in music. Mm-hmm. You had said you were in um, the orchestra and choir and show choir. Was it uh, when you reached Eastern Iowa Community College that you became more immersed in the visual arts, both painting or drawing, or were you doing that earlier? Yes, during quarantine, um, I got more into art. I graduated from North um, on during May 2021, and then I came to um, Scott Community College in August 2021. So um, I took my first art class, but during quarantine, I just did a lot of crafts, and I made paintings for other people because I wanted to to give them more sentimental gifts because we couldn't really go out and buy things, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to buy things for them. And during quarantine, it was really nice to have something to do and something to work on, and and it really helped me um, through that whole through those few months. And mm-hmm. then getting to take classes at at Scott really um, solidified my love for art and and specifically just the creative process. That's what I love the most um, during high school and all my years during school in music. And um, we would have months practicing one one piece or playing um, playing the instrument for so long. And we would I was in show choir and we would dance for um, for months to do one performance or you know five performances. And all that time building up to have one finished project is what I found out I love the most. And with art, it's the same thing. I've I've taken. Um, all these months to practice and and try new things and learn and that's what I love the most now. Mm-hmm. You'd mentioned too that that the art room has been somewhat of a haven for you, a mm-hmm. place where you can go and relax and unwind and process things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit more just to give people a little bit more detail so they can see uh, a visual image of your work. What one thing that I thought was striking was was the background. You're you're immediately drawn to your face, which is which is beautifully rendered. Mm-hmm. But then your hair is so extraordinary. I, you you can't quite turn away from that. There are all these like little images in it, and then it kind of morphs. It kind of gradually. Uh, fades out into a botanical background they're mm-hmm. almost celestial <laughs> elements it's it's very unusually and so well done and did you did you learn learn those t- techniques in college did you or did you realize earlier that you had that kind of skill I definitely realized earlier because I've I've done a few paintings before I even I've got to um, my my painting and drawing classes I think I think what the painting and drawing classes have been for me is is some structure um, because um, during a semester when I didn't have drawing or painting, it kind of was hard for me to to connect back um, with art at home. Mm-hmm. And having um, my professor there and, and the other students, it gives me a chance to say, hey, here's what I'm doing. How are you guys doing with this? And what's your process? And so that's it kind of has some... Um, keeps me stable in that and then during my process and doing my portraits um, I always start with my face so when, once I get to my hair and then I get to the background that's really the the fun part for me and then I get to do whatever I want and and I never want to have empty spaces I always want there to be 
um, maybe a more compact um, space and then somewhere that's more loose and more bright or, or darker. And so it's nice to always keep those things in mind. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're very well done. As are so many of the works of art in this exhibition, uh, mm-hmm. the show that your portraits are part of is a part, it's a result of a partnership between Quad City Arts, which is mm-hmm. based in Rock Island, and the Ajibuiki African American Council for the Arts, which is based in the Lincoln Center in Davenport. And, and <clears throat> you know, you mentioned your instructor at Eastern Iowa Community College, but you've also had a great mentor mm-hmm. at Ajibuiki with gay Shannon Burnett, who's been active in the arts community for decades. Yes. How, how did that relationship begin? Yes, I met uh, Miss Gay at the Juneteenth Festival downtown, uh, downtown Davenport, in 2017, and she told me my mom about Urban Exposure, and then I started it that summer, and I got to make my own film, mm-hmm. and and Jonathan, her son, and all the all the helpers and and the film people there really helped me um, learn about film and. And now I really love it. And it's another one of those things where it's all about the process and the details and all the intention that goes into the work. And Miss Gay understands that. And it's really nice working with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've been so fortunate. Mm -hmm. Um, Ajibuiki does have, as you mentioned, the Urban Exposure Film Project. And that's a a free program you apply. And it's for young people in our community to work on, on making a film, which is quite empowering you were able to do that mm-hmm. uh, they also offer art classes and a host of other um other things and you know i'm wondering you've you've worked with gay now for for some time can you speak about the importance of mentoring what that's meant to you as a as a budding artist someone who is has worked in in music obviously you worked in film as you completed a a project with them mm-hmm. and now art how how meaningful has that been to you? It has been amazing. I, I started interning with Miss Gay in in twenty twenty one, um, same when I started school. And so having her going to school and then going to her, um, it has been a great routine and she has um introduced me to so many opportunities with Quad City Arts and at the Lincoln Center, which I didn't know about before meeting her, um, meeting her there at her studio. And um, and I also love helping her with the art class and seeing the kids. And I also she also introduced me to um, um, Sam. He has a a organization called Steam on Wheels, and I help him with um, art classes as well um, at Grantwood Elementary. So, that's fantastic. Yes, that's, that's another Sam, opportunity. Yes, it is, and that's mm-hmm. Sam McCollum. Yes. Yeah. So you you're really you've. Be- come introduced it seems like to so many more people in the mm-hmm. in the quad cities like greater community that are that are there's a generational divide but everyone's connected by their love of art mm-hmm. has being in the show has it been a lot has it allowed you to network with other artists or to um expand your sense of community mm-hmm. it's um for example, uh, Miss Gwen Patone, I worked on a mural with her at the Lincoln Center. She had her, she has her art exhibited as well, and it's just nice seeing her art, and as well as um, Latoya Lewis, who is at the Lincoln Center, has a studio there, and it's nice seeing artists that I see when I when I come um, and and meet with Miss Gay and seeing their art and how they work and how it exhibits and 
and Miss Gay's art as well, um, her quilts. And it was very nice seeing um, other local artists at the exhibit. Mm-hmm. Yes, Gay Shannon Burnett has st- several story quilts, which are mm-hmm. so interesting, and I hope people get to see them. And both Quad City Arts and Ajibwiki believe that, and this was a quote on their website, that art matters and that art is for everyone. Mm-hmm. And you've been involved with several programs at Quad City Arts over the years, beginning with Metro Arts last summer, and that's a, a program where st- students um, age 15 to 21, I believe, can obtain paid internships in the arts. Mm-hmm. That's very meaningful. What did you do with Metro Arts? So I, I, I applied um, through Metro Arts uh, because Miss Gay informed me about it, and and I got accepted in. And we started first at the Figgy, and we brainstormed ideas. Um, we split into two groups. Um, there was 24 of us, and then we split into groups of, of 12. And and then we split into even smaller groups to brainstorm ideas for the mural downtown. And my group, my group, our idea actually got picked. It's the Phoenix mural. And we first thought of what we wanted to be inspired by. So we were inspired by different cultures, um, such as their little ornaments they have on their clothes, like embroidery. We looked up um, different designs from different cultures. We didn't want to take inspiration from, you know, the the things we always see um, on art and murals. We wanted to make something of our own. And then one of our instructors thought it would be nice to... um, have the wings for community interaction, mm. which are very nice, and, and the phoenix that represents rebirth. And we specifically put a lotus in the middle um, that represents renewal again, especially after 2020 and everyone was in the house and um, and so many people passed away during that time, and we wanted to have something bright and colorful um, in our community. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I was able to pitch that idea with the other girls in my group and have it chosen. Yeah, I am. I am too. There's there's so much intention to the murals, and I must say mm-hmm. they brighten up our community. You can see them in all of the 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 four cities on both sides of the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always try to to look out specifically for those. Also through Quad City Arts, you've been an Arts Dollars recipient, and Arts mm-hmm. Dollars is a granting program administered by Quad City Arts, and you're currently completing a series of paintings for a future show. Mm-hmm. Describe this current work and the story behind it. Yes, I've been working on on this project all year and I decided to name it Yet to Come. It's a it's the story of my mother. She's a first generation university graduate and um it's about her her grandmother and her her mom's mom coming down from Mississippi to come see her um graduate in 1994 at St. Ambrose University. And I specifically wanted to tell that story because um, me and Ms. Gay, we thought it would have been, it's, it's, it's here in the Quad Cities, and it's also, it's a story we've heard a lot about um, uh, many young um, black women and people of color um, graduating and being able to be in, um, get their education and being the first to do it and not really having um, their grandparents or their grandparents, grandparents in, in these schools for so long, um, but them having to learn it, for, learn it all themselves. So I'm glad my mom was able to have that opportunity to attend St. Ambrose, and and now I am will be going to university myself. So um, 
I want to talk about how important education is to us mm -hmm. through this project. And you're doing so by creating a series of paintings, though there's a mm -hmm. singular large one that tells the, the initial part of the story. Is that mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yeah, so, so my larger painting I have, it is a four feet by three feet canvas. And I wanted to do portraiture again because I feel it's important. And although they were with me when I was a young baby, I haven't seen my grandmother's faces. So it was nice to look for pictures of them and be able to capture their faces. And it was nice um, um, seeing my 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 great aunt from Mississippi, um, she was able to to see the painting so far, and it was nice seeing her reaction to it and seeing her mother, and and my mother's reaction to me working on it, and um, she really appreciates how I've captured their faces, even mm -hmm. though I've never seen them, and um, especially from from pictures that were were blurry as well, so. I feel like there was a nice connection there. Mm -hmm. And you are creating storytelling, basically visual mm -hmm. storytelling, then about your family with several smaller paintings accompanying it. And where do you plan on showing this work? So we will have an exhibit in um, this spring at Azubuke, um, African American Council for the Arts. And we will also be doing some artist talks where I'll be talking about my project. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. This fall, you'll be heading to the University of Iowa, so congratulations on that. Thank you. Are, are you planning on continuing your artistic career there? Yes, I, I just got accepted to the University of Iowa for the fall semester, and I will be an art major. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Well, Dania Green, thank you so much for talking today, and congratulations on your pieces that are currently on display within the Quad City Arts Rock Island Gallery. Thank you. The exhibition, Artists of African Descent, is a collaboration between Quad City Arts and the Ajibuiki African American Council of the Arts and can be viewed at the Rock Island Gallery through March 17th. Quad City Arts is located at 1715 2nd Avenue in downtown Rock Island and is open, free of charge, Mondays through Fridays from 10 to 5 on, and on Saturday from 11 to 5. This has been Carolyn Martin, Talking Art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. Our theme music is provided by a Quad City legend, the late Ellis Cal.